0: welcome to couch buddies i'm kia i'm michelle and today
1: we're talking about the movie 13 going on 30 13 going on 30 was made in 2004 it's got a rotten tomato score of 64 percent 6.1 out of 10 on imdb pretty good it stars jennifer garner mark ruffalo judy greer and andy circus
0: i did oh. not know going into it because i had not seen this movie yeah. before before last night whereas i've seen it a lot, so yeah. I did not know that Andy was in it. So it was like,
1: I cheered a lot. Oh man. Andy's brilliant. God, so I, fun. I love that man. Yeah. See, I thought that would be a helpful thing. That and the soundtrack, I thought were two things that you would at least enjoy. Yeah. Cause there's lots of eighties music in the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. I'm, I, I am a sucker for the eighties. Uh, but the, the synopsis of the movie taken from IMDb, a girl makes a wish on her 13th birthday and wakes up the next day as a 30 year old woman. Mm-hmm. Like pretty simple, cut and dry. It's, yes. <laughs> Pretty what, simple, yeah. no. That's pretty much what the movie yeah. is too. That's yeah. what it says on the tin. Yep. So um I'm gonna kinda let you take the lead a little bit little bit more okay. on this one. Because as I said, last night was my first time seeing the movie mm-hmm. and it didn't resonate with me as much. So <laughs> some of my notes are just very kind of superficial. So Yeah. Well, and um, I haven't
1: seen it. Since maybe like mm, my first or second year of college, like it's been a while since oh, wow. I've seen this movie too. We owned it, growing so up like and a I couple loved years it years after the movie came out. basically. Yeah. we owned it, and I loved it. I just haven't. Yeah, I don't own it myself, so yeah. it's one I haven't watched very much. I I really enjoy it. I it, I think it held up for me. Okay, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, no, but, it
0: it um, but my my sort of just like off the cuff observations mm-hmm. about it. It it was inoffensive. Like it didn't <laughs> like it didn't like get in my crawl the way certain things like how to lose a guy in 10 days did Mm -hmm. um but i think because because this movie came out the year that i started college Mm -hmm. um or uh, more more to the point it was when i went to CVO, yeah um that um when i went away to college yeah um that that it came out and so it was just something like everybody was talking about mm-hmm. and i just it was it just became one of those things like everybody was talking about it and so it really lessened my desire to see it <laughs> and so now finally seeing it 14 years later i'm like yeah it was okay <laughs>
1: Well, I'm a sucker for Mark Ruffalo, so I'll say that up front. Oh, oh I am too. I, I think Ruffalo, like, I love him so much. And uh, I love yeah. him in this movie. Anytime I can see him as the romantic lead, I'm almost always oh, yeah, on yeah. board. Because, um, like, what was the other one? Just Like Heaven? I think he's the yes. romantic lead in that. I haven't watched that in a long, long time either. And I've only I've, I've only, only seen, seen that, that movie. Once. I've yeah. only seen that in bits and pieces. Um, I, I think I rented it in college and watched it, like, once. But, you know, this movie... Yeah, um,
0: I, I was... Yeah, I was going to sing the praises of Mark Ruffalo, too. Yeah. It's like... I've told you this before, and I'm I'm being a terrible podcast host, and I'm scrolling through IMDb while I'm talking because I was looking up a date. Okay. First thing I ever saw Mark Ruffalo in was a made-for-TV movie. It was made for TNT back when TNT did, like, original movies. They don't, yeah. do, that, they don't do that so much anymore. They do. <sighs> they need to. They do TV series, but they yeah. don't do, like, TV movies. Yeah. But he was in a um, he was in a made-for-TV movie called Houdini. Um, i heard of that one. Yeah. Jonathan Sheck. Played Harry Houdini, uh Mark Ruffalo played his brother Theo Hardine. And it was the first thing I ever saw Mark Ruffalo in, this is in nineteen ninety eight, and I fell hard in love with him. And uh yeah, I just absolutely fell head over heels in love with him. And so from then on I'm like, wherever you lead Mark Ruffalo, I will go. Yeah. Um and this, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed him in this, and also I'm like, he's an attractive man with a camera. I'm automatically, I, like, I was gonna, say, I'm
1: automatically going to there was like lots love of, him. like. There was lots of like, I thought camera porn for Kia in, uh-huh. the, yeah. in this movie. Like, I was like, this is like at the very least she's got cameras. She's got Mark Ruffalo. She's got an 80s well, soundtrack. I was like at, so at the very very beginning, we see young
0: Maddie like walking around like taking taking the photographs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I thought about it. I was like, I was like, oh man. I was like that's pretty much me at that age just like because yeah. even even when i was a kid i was probably like seven years old and my parents got me like this really little camera mm-hmm. and i'm like i took pictures all the time mm-hmm. it's like and you know it just it still continues <laughs>
1: it's like <laughs> nothing wrong with that
0: yeah so um yeah so, so i was like was like oh it's it's me, like it's like it's like I was when I was a kid, and then it's just like I don't care. This is not me
1: anymore. But it's a handsome man with a camera. I'm yes. just gonna I'm gonna enjoy this film. <laughs> well, the movie opens in the '80s mm-hmm. with uh, Jenna getting her school pictures taken. Yes, and then she gets them back, and they're really awful because the person kept calling her the wrong name. Yeah, I don't blame her for trying to correct him. Yeah, but bad school pictures. We've all been there. Exactly, we've had um, at least one. And her best friend is a boy named Maddie. Yes, she calls him Maddie. He's adorable. I love Maddie. Um, <laughs> and there's the six chicks and Tom Tom. Yeah, which is like Mean Girls esque click. I mean, that's the best way to describe yeah, them. Yeah,
0: my 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 first note of this movie is like when when the when the uh, the six chicks roll up with Tom Tom. Um, my first, like my first note is baby Ashley Benson. Yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. She's super young in this movie. Like I almost didn't recognize her, Mm -hmm. but yeah, which Ashley Benson, like Pretty Little Liars liars. and she played Hannah.
1: Um, but I've seen her in some other stuff too, but it was just, it was a shock. Weird piece of trivia. You probably may have seen it if you looked at the IMDb trivia. Mm -hmm. Um, the girl who plays young Jenna. Mm hmm. Jennifer, uh, actually Jennifer Garner actually got her hired for Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Yeah, to play this like the same kind of thing because they just their mannerisms were so yeah. good and and she really they really was, were. Yeah, like, and I,
0: I I saw Ghost of Girlfriend's Past and was like seeing the girl mm-hmm. in this it was, like just instantaneously was like oh hold
1: yeah it is the same girl holy yeah. crap like yeah she's she's pretty great. Um, but yeah, so they it's her birthday. It's mm-hmm. Jenna's birthday is where this is starting. And the six chicks come up and tell her, well, we were going to go to your party and we were going to bring Chris Grandy, but we have this assignment due, so I'm really sorry, but we can't come. And you can tell, like, as an adult woman, I understand what's happening here. Um, I will say what I appreciated a lot about this. Mm -hmm. I thought they nailed the, I'm like 13 and think I'm the baddest chick in school, and I'm... I'm thirteen,
0: right? But I'm gonna
1: be a jerk because I'm thirteen. Yeah, and that whole like desire to fit in, like that I think we all mm-hmm. have had at some point or another. Uh, so she says, "Well, Jenna says, well maybe I can yeah. do a report for you to get yeah, you to come Jenna, to the party." Yeah, and you can tell Jenna kind of knows that. Like, she knows that this part yes, isn't right, but, but at the, the same, same time, she she's, wants it so Yeah, she's,
0: she's desperate to be one of these six chicks.
1: And she and they're almost her friends, according to what she says to Matt. Yeah, they're almost. It's like, um, so
0: she offers to do their homework, so oy vey.
1: Yeah, which already, like, that's, yeah. that is a trope, but that's, like, I think it's yeah. a fair trope in this particular situation. I think mm-hmm. this is why this trope exists. Yeah, it's because a girl like TomTom can absolutely manipulate a girl like jenna into doing stuff into oh, yeah. doing that kind of stuff her homework well and. and
0: yeah it's like and to be fair like it kind this is gonna sound really weird but like i have i have memories of 80s movies of like there's always that character who gets mm-hmm. the per- who gets somebody to do their homework for them uh-huh. it was like it kind It seems like it kind of died out in uh in like the the mid to late 90s is like I don't know. It just like it seems that, like it yeah. Yeah, it's like just kind of the the teen movie demographic kinda of changed. Yeah. This can sound weird. It's like I have theories about she's all that now, like just popped into my head. <laughs> but yeah, like it seemed to kinda of change. I have I have memories of eighties movies where there's yeah. always and it's usually the main character ends up being the the one doing like the homework for everybody because they feel like that's their ticket into something. Into the yeah. Yeah, into the inner circle.
1: And like that in this movie the particular like trope of doing the homework i thought it was Mm. the same thing it really fit yeah i felt like the first 15 minutes of this movie was an 80s movie like yeah i thought they did a really good job of capturing the time capturing the oh yeah the attitude the fact that she's down there practicing the thriller dance um (laughs) yeah and then she has matt put on a tape and it's burning down the house yeah which i love that song i have for a long time and then Eureka, but television show Eureka, the whole music oh, episode, which oh is fantastic. I'd forgotten that. But Burning Down the House is just a song that I genuinely enjoy. Like, I'm like, go Maddie, you dance, yeah. buddy. You dance your little heart out. <laughs> and they call Matt Beaver because he's overweight, so he stays warm in the winter. That's just, mm-hmm. I hate that more than anything, but that's a, I, I hate it, but it's a real, mm-hmm. like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're calling him Jumbo or they're like... They don't physically attack anyone in this movie. No, they don't. Just verbally, which I appreciated a lot. Because mm-hmm. the bullying was done verbally, not not physically. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it, it just makes more sense to me that that is what 13-year-olds do. If they call each other names. Yeah, that's true. But so Tom-Tom does show up at the party. Tom Tom and the six mm-hmm. chicks with the six chicks. I guess she is a six chick. I don't know. I didn't understand. Yeah, it. I don't remember either. But, well, and they bring and they get Chris Grandy who gets out of his car. Yeah, like he's a well,
0: flipping. He, yeah. Like he's like a junior high Adonis. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're skipping over oh, something like yeah. that. They're that really I, important. Yep. No, not, not just that, but yeah. you're, you're skipping over something that I wanted to highlight, which was when, when Matt and Jenna are walking home because they're, they're next no. door neighbors. They, they live next door to each other. You know, he's kind of ribbing her for like, why do you want yeah. why do you want to be one of these people You know, and she's like, Well, you know, I but I I wanna be a six chick and he's like, you can't be the seventh <laughs> six chick, you know. And, I love that part. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's,
1: but it's mathematically impossible. Yeah, it's mathematically impossible. So there'd be seven six chicks.
0: Yeah. Um But, you know, Journal, you know, he's telling her is like to you know, she I can't remember the line, but he's telling her you know, like, to be original, like, so much more, you know, be, that's so much more interesting than, you know, being, like, one of these people, yeah. and she has, and she responds with, I don't want to be original, I want to be cool. And that's sort of the impetus for this whole... The whole thing, For this yeah. whole thing, and
1: which comes into play with the... Because she's upstairs in her room, because I skipped that, too, and I yes. love that. Well, first you have the cute little, they say goodbye to each other, he's coming to a party later, au revoir, arrivederci. Yeah. Razzles goodbye, like...
0: Oh my god, Razzles. Yep. I
1: haven't had Razzles
0: in forever, and like watching this movie, I'm like, damn it, I want a box now.
1: <laughs> but so she goes into her room. There's this cute scene of her, like, I say cute. This movie has some awkward moments, but they work for me. That sounds really weird. Yeah. They work with me for me because they throw the plot. Yeah. Like, this is gonna sound like a really weird thing. I'm the same way about awkwardness and maybe secondhand embarrassment as I am about nudity. If it furthers the plot, I'm fine with it in a movie. <laughs> but if it's there just because you want to, you know, have it, then I'm like, that's not... To me, that loses the humor value. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, How Lose a Guy in 10 Days, we talked about it when we talked about that movie. Mm-hmm. The end of that movie, for us, is very painfully secondhand embarrassment awkward. It doesn't, for me, further the plot as much as their fight outside does. The, like, the, the, them singing the, Your the Sylvain. The awkward yeah. your, your Sylvain duet doesn't really further the plot except mm-hmm. for to go, hey, I know... Which they both already know that they know at that point. So it doesn't do anything. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. And it's just not. Whereas It's, it's a lot, cringy. For me, a lot of the awkward stuff in this, I, I kind of went, oh, but at the same time, it's like, she has no idea. So it yeah. furthers the plot in a way. It makes it furthers her character. And it says mm-hmm. something about who she is, which I find interesting, I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, but anyway, so she is stuffing her bra which is where the first like i thought that was really funny her mom comes in and her dad with the video camera and she's like oh i'm gonna die and, like covers her chest and falls on the onto her bed and mm-hmm. mom throws the dad out and pulls the kleenexes out of the bra she's like you'll get there someday but i want to be there now and she pulls yeah. out poise magazine 30 flirty and fr- and What was it? uh, 30, flirty, and thriving. Thriving. I had it written down. Yeah. So so she wants to be 30, flirty, and thriving. That's what she wants. Okay, I'm going to say the one unbelievable thing in this movie is that a 13-year-old wants to be 30. Yeah. And also, I will say this, watching it in my 30s compared to Mm -hmm. being in my early 20s, late teens, Mm -hmm. the last time I saw this... <laughs> it made me view it like I laughed more at certain things right. in this than I think I did the first time through.
0: Yeah, I remember being thirteen and and thinking that that like for whatever like nothing existed past like your early 20s like early yeah. to mid twenties. It was like because everybody I knew was only you know like at that time like the oldest people I knew were only in their mid twenties. You know like my yeah. my cousins and stuff and you know and then like there's just this gap between your early 20s and then your then your your parents like like weird dark magic happens somewhere in the middle there <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. but it's but it's a mystery you know to be revealed yeah. cuz like nobody knows what it is and so you know to be fair like said like 30 just would seem like
1: so far away. So far away. I, the only reason I think it works is because yeah. they introduced the article. Yes. Where they have someone who's 30, flirty, and thriving. Yeah. That makes more sense. It does. Because when you just hear the synopsis, you're like, why would a 13-year-old want to be 30? Mm-hmm. Like, hmm Like, being a grown-up, that's fine. <laughs> like, not being in high school anymore, I think we all had that wish. Yeah, which...
0: And to be fair, this this movie borrows a lot from Big. Yeah, I thought about that a lot yeah, while we were watching it, it. It borrows a lot from Big, and in that it's a much more nebulous wish. Josh Baskin's wishes to be big. Yeah. Because in, because the whole thing's like, he's too young, he's too small, like to get mm-hmm. on all these rides. And so he makes a wish to be big because he's tired of not being able to do things because he's too little like age wise and physically. And yeah. so then he wakes up the next morning and he's Tom Hanks. Um, and so th- this takes from that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it, this and but with her, it's a much more specific wish. <laughs> Yeah. um and
1: so it's like how she even gets to make the wish is kind yes. of a cute like i love i love that moment it's just oh, such a yeah. cute moment
0: i i have to say the um when i had when i was reading you know kind of the synopses and i i had looked on tv tropes a little bit yeah and i kept seeing reference to wishing dust and i was like what the ever-loving frail is wishing dust <laughs> and i just kept thinking i was like what sort of like teen witch BS is, is wishing does, <laughs> which teen, which is another eighties movie. Yeah. Um, I was like, what sort of BS is this? Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the actual like yeah. vehicle of it, I was like, okay, it's glitter. That is somehow magic. It's, okay. It's, he bought like, it
1: at a novelty store. Yes. But like, that's the, cu- one of the cutest moment. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, that I was, yeah. The relationship between Matt and, and Jenna in this movie I love it so much Mm -hmm. like that moment when he for her birthday he brings her her present early part of her present yeah the other part as we sort of kind of halfway find out is that he wrote her song yeah but he brings this big box down there and he's like you know I know you always went to Barbie dream house and you never got it so I made your own Jenna dream house and he has made this like personalized house for her it's got a Rick Springfield doll on the couch he uh, Matt is in the house keeping that bum Rick Springfield hands to himself. And yeah. she's in her, her uh, bubble bath upstairs. And it's this beautiful, like, the fact that yeah. he did this for her, I just think is such a beautiful, like, friend. And obviously he feels more than that for right. her. But at the same time, even if she doesn't return his friendly feelings, mm-hmm. he definitely just wants her to be happy and and wants the best for her. And he yeah. wants her dreams to come true. And so then he opens this little packet of novelty store wishing dust and dumps it on top. Yeah,
0: it's it's basically a pack of glitter, which then yeah. somehow is imbued with magic It has, powers. like,
1: it almost looks like Pop Rocks, if you look at the actual, Love like, bed. logo. It has, like, that, like, red, like, pop. and it, But it's such, like, a, like you could buy that at the joke store kind yeah. of thing. And then everybody gets there, so she has to go hide it, because mm-hmm. she, she does think it's beautiful. She's very touched by yes. it for a 13-year-old girl. But she's also a 13-year-old girl, and she understands mm-hmm. that this is not going to be cool and it's kind of in the way of dancing yeah so she throws it in the closet i don't think she meant it hatefully or anything like that no, i think no, she no. she's was like just... i'm putting this away because right. people are here now so tom 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 and the six chicks and chris grandy and some boys show up to the party yeah they all come downstairs uh maddie gets that they make fun of matt matt so matt goes home to get his casio <laughs> yeah that made me laugh and then uh they're like, well, we're going to play Seven Minutes in Heaven, Tom-Tom. Pulls off her mask, or her not her mask, her, her mask. scarf, <laughs> yeah, uh, and ties it around Jenna as a mask. Mm-hmm. And says, Chris, Grandy wants to go first and play Seven Minutes in Heaven with you. Yeah. Uh, and she puts her in the closet and goes, by the way, he likes to go for second base. And closes, oh, by the way, where's that report? I don't want to forget about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on the table. Okay, thanks. Closes the door, and she says, they close the door because Grandy likes to go for second. Jenna starts, like, ripping the, the, yeah. the tissues out. But the others all ditch. I mean, yeah. clearly that's where this was always going. So they ditch. And as they leave, Matt comes back in. And Tom-Tom is like, oh, yeah, Jenna's waiting for you in the closet. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door to the closet. And Jenna is sitting there. And he goes to kiss her, yeah. thinking that she's waiting. That part is so yeah, it, heartbreaking to it, it me. It really is. Because she's he holds her hands. And she thinks it's Chris. Yeah. And she says, oh, Chris... And he goes, Chris. It's not Chris. It's Matt. Matt, what'd you do? What did you do, Matt? Why are they gone? Yeah. What she, did you do? Yeah. She thinks that that Matt is the reason that everybody left. Yeah. So she, then she goes back and pushes Matt out. Goes back to the closet and starts rocking back and forth, which kind of seems to be from stuff that happens later in the movie, a safety thing for her. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I, I I liked that. Like that was like she's upset, so she just wants to be alone in the closet, and mm-hmm. she starts rocking back and forth and wishing. Yeah. I wish I was thirty, flirty, and thriving. Yeah, and she just repeats that, and repeats that, and repeats that. Next thing you see is her waking up. And if you notice, her sleep mask matches it's, the scarf. It's the
0: scarf, yeah, which is such a cute it's the same
1: pattern. Yeah, such. A, I thought that was a cute like yeah tie in. Uh, and she is thirty years old, and although that's a really cute like discovery moment too, because a lot of movies that do this kind of mm-hmm. thing, like oh my gosh, I don't look like myself anymore. They don't handle it as well. Like, she gets up calling for her parents, and she recognizes she's not at home. Mm -hmm. She walks by a mirror and sees herself, but not the 13-year-old, the 30-year-old version. Screams, falls over backwards. There's a naked man in her shower. Like, as a 13-year-old, yeah, that would freak you out a little bit. All of a sudden, fully grown, naked NHL player in your in your shower
0: i have have so many problems with alex and alex
1: is a problem character it's like and
0: number one amongst them is that his nickname for her is sweet bottom oh it's so weird i i wanted to like throw things at my television every time he said it like
1: yeah oh yeah and and from what they say in the movie Mm, alex is not serious for her alex is her status boyfriend yeah He's not the what? What is what is it? Lucy says later. He's not the best New York Ranger, but he's the one with the best, best ass. Best, yeah, and like that's the thing. Like he's he's got the best butt on the New York Rangers team, so mm-hmm. that's why she dates him. But clearly, she's not faithful to him. No, because of everything Lucy says.
0: Yeah, but so she and, and things that we learn later. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Jenna flips out, understandably, because she's thirteen and just realized she's thirty. Mm-hmm. I will applaud her for grabbing her jacket as she runs out the door and grabbing her purse and keys because a 13 year old would not always remember their purse. Yeah. But she thinks about it and sees them sitting on the thing so grabs that and just runs mm-hmm. to go to work. And luckily at the uh, she doesn't know what cell phones are because not only is she 30 years old, she has time traveled. Like yeah. it's not like she woke up in the, like Big where she wakes up
0: in the, the next same morning. world. Yeah.
1: This is a different world. <laughs> This is Yeah.
0: Literally in in Big, he wakes up the next morning and his mom comes in and sees this grown ass man in her son's room and like starts screaming and yelling and thinks yeah. that he's kidnapped her son.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so Whereas so in this he movie, goes on the run. I, I appreciate that in this movie because it makes it it makes more sense, like like for her epiphanies to happen the way they do. Yeah. So she you know she's she's got a job. She's just she finds out from her friend Lucy that she is an editor. Lucy thinks she's just really really hungover because it was her birthday the night before. Yeah. So she says, "Okay, you are you know the the best one of the best uh, editors at Poise Magazine, and you are going to go in there and mm-hmm. da da da." So she that's how she kind of learns a little bit about yeah. herself. Uh, it's really funny to watch her try to uncover what's going on, and like she assumes this is all a dream because. Mm-hmm. That would be what you would assume. Yeah, to be fair, but if it's a dream, she got it really accurate because there's cell phones and right. Eminem is calling. I, I love that. That one.
0: that did make me laugh. So, so
1: yeah, she comes in. She has to start making all these decisions that an editor has to make. Mm-hmm. Like like one of them is Eminem is calling and he wants a decision. And she's like plain peanut, yeah. which I believe that was in the trailers for the movie because it's that, such like a little quippy moment that it's yeah, an easy one to throw that in a trailer. Sounds
0: familiar. I don't know so either. yeah
1: that that whole that whole thing is really cute. She gets to her off or she gets to a meeting with Richard, which is Andy Serkis. <laughs> they find out, yay, Andy! You got like she's taking notes in the meeting and she writes her name on top of the paper. Like I love the little mannerisms. Yeah. That was one of my favorite. Like I commented on that too. She does like raising her hand and to get out of there. She says, "I need to go to the bathroom," and mm-hmm. all these kind of things that that a kid does to get out of class, because she doesn't know right. how to behave. She just doesn't. Yeah. And it makes it awkward. Everyone else kind of looks at her like she's crazy, but then it's all explained because she's still hungover from the yeah. night before. And so that, the fact that they make that such an easy excuse tells you how often this girl comes to work hungover, number one. yeah,
0: They they do make it out to seem like she's, she's a very big party girl.
1: Yeah, which Richard is, her boss is fine with, because they promote they're supposed to promote the magazine at all the yeah. right parties. So they find out their readership is down and the, they kind of go that, over
0: that. The rival magazine sparkle has yeah. been scooping them for the last seven months.
1: Cause like this month's article is Jennifer Lopez's top 10 secrets. secrets. And then you see the sparkle cover is Jennifer Lopez's 11th secret. The one she wouldn't tell. Yeah. Like, so clearly who's mm-hmm. going to go for the 10th secret when there's an 11th. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, that that is just the way that it happens right so jenna like goes she she sends her her assistant i love her assistant by the way oh yeah yeah the assistant I, is like clearly nervous i to don't even really remember the assistant's I name i don't know that they said it very clearly i think it's maybe lily or something like something that. like it that was just, but her for somebody
0: who was always there on the fringe like she was never clearly defined which I, to be fair like it's one of those weird things in i got this, it
1: okay it's one of those weird things in this movie because Jenna is learning her life from the inside out, mm-hmm. she doesn't know who people are. Right. But she has to pretend she does. Yeah. Uh, and, the, like, the assistant is clearly terrified of her because you find out at the meeting... The, Arlene. Arlene. That's right. Arlene. So so she... Arlene, like, goes and finds stuff for her and does what she needs mm-hmm. to do. But you find out in the meeting that yesterday Jenna fired somebody after stealing their idea. You find that out later. Yeah. But, you, Arlene
0: you, you, it starts laying the groundwork that Jenna like 30-year-old Jenna is not, not necessarily the greatest person.
1: Yeah. Arlene is clearly terrified of her. Yeah. The assistant just totally terrified of her. So she asks her to she asks Arlene to find her to find her to find this guy. She writes well, down Matt's Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. she tries to call her, her parents first. Yeah, she tries to call her. As any kid would. Yeah. And, and her parents <laughs> are on a cruise in the Caribbean. you were on a cruise without me? Yeah, really cute.
0: And well, and then later when she comes out of the meeting, like Arlene has her messages, yeah. and and she mentions that she has a call from her parents. She's like, "Oh, you didn't put my mom through." Said, "Well, you said never to bother with family calls." So therefore, like telling us that she's distanced herself from her
1: family. Yeah, and her family is shown in the in the first fifteen yeah. minutes to be a loving, like a loving family. They they yeah. her parents adore her. They they love her to pieces. It seems like so. You have that, like, learning that... Basically, we're learning that Jenna is not a great person. Yeah. Like, she's, she's a harsh person. So she gets Arlene she, defined... Yeah, it.
0: that she kind of becomes... She essentially becomes that that kind of queen bee bitch that... She that, always wanted to be. That Yeah, that she always wanted to be. Where, you know, like Tom-Tom was in the beginning, mm-hmm. and that's, like, she wanted to be part of that group, and so now that's what she is.
1: Yeah. Just so, the... So she asks Arlene. I love that her first instinct after her parents is Matt. Of course, it would be. That should be. So she gets Arlene to find Matt. Mm Because Matt, of course, doesn't live at home anymore. He's a 30-year-old man. Yeah. So Arlene finds Matt. He lives in the village. Which Mm -hmm. village? Greenwich Greenwich Village. (laughs) Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she goes to Greenwich Village. She finds Matt. This is a weird thing, but it tells you how much Matt still cares even after all this time because she knocks on the door she gets he buzzes her in not knowing it's her she knocks on the door and he opens it and it takes a minute for him to recognize Mm -hmm. her but she's babbling and she's saying all this stuff and he's like jenna jenna like like what are you doing here and she's like maddie i woke up this morning and i was 30 and, and like she just flips out and Matt's like, are you high? Yeah. Like, what did you do last night? You are clearly not in possession of your faculties. So he just basically starts ignoring what she's saying. And like, mm-hmm. it seems almost like she's having a, to his perspective, I guess, it would seem like a midlife crisis, like a how did I get here Yeah, thing. And Matt is so nice to her. Like, she starts like crying and he's like, oh, it's okay. Um, let me, let me do, let me just do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that whole that whole scene in the loft with his loft yeah where she's flipping out uh and he so he but he takes care of her he's like let's let's get you back to your apartment yeah he... where you you know walks her home he's and he, he you know he says they haven't seen each other since, since high, school. high school and he's like I think maybe I saw you through a frosted window like six years ago mm-hmm. and she's like well I wasn't home for Christmas and And he goes, I don't know, but it's implied that she wasn't home for Christmas. He goes, don't you and your group do St. Bart's for Christmas? And as, like, he gets her to her door and he goes, well, there you go, you're home. Matt, who's St. Bart? Yeah. And Matt just kind of hangs his head and turns around and comes back because clearly she needs to be helped and taken care of. So he gets her up to her apartment and they pull out the old high school yearbooks. Mm Mm-hmm. And that she sees, you know, she what, was the prom well queen. And yeah, she was the prom queen. Matt, was I a six chick? You were kind of their leader. leader, and like it goes through this whole thing. And she goes, "I have my dream life." Yeah. And at that moment, Matt's face kind of falls, and yeah. he's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> yeah, like, I'm leaving.
0: Yeah, and I can't remember what it, but she. You know, she's saying something it's like, Well what what do I do? And his reply of you got everything you ever wanted, you might as well enjoy
1: it. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what to do. And he's yeah, he says that. And so she invites him to the party that her that Poise is hosting tonight. Yeah, because there's Richard, a limo
0: coming to pick her up at eight.
1: Yeah. And Richard has said this party has to be good. Mm-hmm. And this leads she gets ready for the party but she's from the eighties. In in the most teenage Thir- in yeah. the
0: most 13-year-old outfit a 30-year-old woman can wear.
1: And it looks adorable on Jennifer Garner. It does. Like it shouldn't work. It 100% with the makeup should not work. Yeah. Cuz like watching her put on her makeup, I don't even really wear makeup that like mm-hmm. very often, but even I'm going, "Oh, honey, that's a lot of colors."
0: When, when, yeah, when when we have the, the getting ready montage, like, when she's first putting on her makeup, like, some of those colors, I'm, like, I was expecting, like, the full-blown, like, you know, like, the, uh, the neon blue eyeshadow, like, that's where I thought this was going. Yeah. And, like, painted on blush and all that, like, that's where I thought this was going, like, full, like... <laughs> full-blown 80s and I'm just like I was setting myself up for a cringe and I'm like oh okay no no no, no it's this, cute. this this looks fine this looks relatively like late 90s early 2000s we're good
1: but then she gets on the elevator and she meets a 13 year old girl <laughs> right. who's in her building that interaction is something she needed so desperately yes. to like ground herself in, in reality if you yeah. will so she goes to the party everybody wang chung tonight <laughs> which that part yeah. was just hilarious. Uh and then you have so you have Richard the party is like a total Party's bore. Dead.
0: People are leaving at 11.30. This is my
1: favorite scene in the movie, no lie. And like I love it to pieces. So she's like well of course nobody's everybody's leaving this music's awful so she goes and he goes yeah well, change it richard's like do what you want i don't care it's
0: such like bland techno like yeah it's not, it's not even good techno yeah, it's, it's not just not good at all it's bland like i've i've heard hold music that's better
1: so she goes over to, the, to DJ the dj and whispers something to him and then he's like yeah and he flips on thriller and she kind of starts like Small movement, doing the dance. Mm-hmm. She's still like a thirteen year old in a 30, 30 year old woman's body. She's yeah. a little nervous to just yeah. like bust it all out. And like, I love that her assistant and one of the other editors is like giving her the like, go for it. Yeah. yeah. And then Matt shows up out of like nowhere because he said he wasn't going to come, and then he shows up. Yeah, I love that he like. It's almost like he's magnetically like he's drawn to her. Yeah, he can't help I it. I thought that too. Yeah, he can't help it. Like she's still Jenna, <laughs> mm-hmm. and. It's just this really great thing. Well,
0: and, and not only that that she's still Jenna. It's it's the it's that she's reminiscent of of the Jenna who was his best she's friend. She's his Jenna. Yeah, that's, she's maybe his that's Jenna. What I'm to
1: say yeah. She's she's gone back to being his Jenna, and that
0: yeah. He, and so like there yeah. there
1: would be a magnetic pull with that. So she she goes, Maddie, Maddie, get out of here. So Matt comes out and starts dancing. It takes some some convincing. There has to be a spotlight involved. But he eventually goes out there and begins one of the most adorable dance sequences. I was like, I have
0: to say, I I was I was rather impressed with Mark Ruffalo's moves. He he, he his moves were better than I thought. And they, like it's clear that same his... same goes for Andy. Yeah. Like, once he finally got out there. Yeah.
1: Well. Oh, Andy's my favorite. Oh, like. Oh God. Th- because yeah, eventually, like basically, the two of them starts drawing everyone into the yeah. into the the dance. Ruffalo's character, uh, uh, Matt, he looks. He looks rusty. Like, that. that's what I yeah. love. Like, for me, that was the brilliance of it. Because, like, clearly they learned at the same time. Right. Like, this is a choreographed thing. He could be hitting it, like, yeah. harder like she is. And he's like, I don't remember these moves. You taught them to me, Maddie. But he's still a little rusty, so he's just, yeah. like, a second, like, behind. And yeah. It, it feels intentional. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. I feel like that was a choice, not a yeah, Ruffalo, yeah, yeah, I just can't no, dance it... moment. yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, when I was looking at the trivia. Like, apparently, that was like the very first thing that he filmed. Too. Yeah,
1: which is perfect. So,
0: yeah. Um, but the and I was also looking. I was looking at the cast, and um, when I was looking at the cast list, just just kind of like looking for yeah. for people. And because this movie was old, I was just kind of doing one of those, like, let's see who's in this movie that that you know might not have known back then, but's big now kind of thing. Yeah. And I saw that Tice Diorio was an ans- was was a dancer in this movie. Oh, that makes sense. And so I was like, I was looking for him so hard during that scene, and I could never find him. Which um, I haven't watched the show in years, but yeah. Tice Diorio is a he's a common like he's he's a regular uh, choreographer on So You Think You Can Dance. And we used to
1: watch that show like crazy. We,
0: yeah, we we used to watch it together. Like it was it was a it was a bonding experience for us and like quite a few other people in college. When we were on, uh, when we, when we did summer work studies, and so yeah, so Tice choreographed a lot of a lot of dances we like, So like seeing him on there was like, oh, I ha- I could not find him though. I'm <laughs> I am going to go back through that
1: like with a fine tooth comb because like I want to find Tice. Yeah. So they did. Annie Circus joins them. Like finally, yeah. Richard. Richard is the last one. Even even Lucy, who we find out is Tom Tom. Yeah. So she and Tom Tom have stayed close and now she goes by Lucy.
0: Yeah.
1: But even, even Lucy comes out there and then finally Richard like hands, hands her purse off, Jenna's purse off and runs out to the dance floor. And like he, he gets into it when yeah. he does it. I love like just that moment when he just comes out there and hits the first pose. Yeah. Like he is just so exuberant with it. I love it. I love Angel um, so much. And like I skipped a little thing that's kind of important. Uh, Before that happens, before that dance happens, they run into the editor of Sparkle.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And the editor
1: of Sparkle's like, yeah, you know, we've been killing you guys, and da 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 and And uh, Jennifer Garner's character, uh, Jenna, just, Jennifer and Jenna are so similar that I keep slipping. Jenna says, uh, says she's rude, where is it, Uh, rude means sloppy and frizzy, (laughs) Which is just great. And, like, it really takes the inner sparkle aback a little for a split second. Yeah. Okay, so then the party, Matt leaves. Like, you get, Matt gets this look on his face Mm -hmm. during the dance. And once again, adore Mark Ruffalo. Like, (laughs) I love him so much. Like, he's definitely my favorite Incredible Hulk. He's, he's, I love him and I love him as a human being. Mm -hmm. So, like, watching that look on his, that look that crosses Matt's face as he's watching Jenna. And then it's like, no, I don't trust this, mm-hmm. or or maybe he doesn't trust himself. I don't know.
0: It's it's a look that very much says like that that there's fire being played with here. Yeah, of like that there's something that there's something almost a little bit dangerous. Yeah. Like that it's it's dangerous to tread here. Kind of. And things. so
1: he's like, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. And just like he's so he's literally there for the dance and then he leaves. Yeah. But it seems to work. It saves the party. You know. Richard pulls her over and kisses her hand and says th- he says I adore you thank you for doing this oh I said Matt is her confidence that's the other thing yeah that really like hit me watching that thriller scene again because I've seen it that thriller right. scene is the big scene from the movie. so everybody really is knows.
0: which it's it's such the big scene in the movie that that from the way that it's presented and like the trailers and yeah. stuff and, and seeing it in various places around the internet over the past, you know, 14 years. Yeah. I really thought that it was going to be like some big kind of climactic thing at the end of the movie. Yeah. I did not expect it to happen like
1: 20 minutes in, but then you have, uh, she goes out with, uh, oh, she, and, she and her girlfriend are out, Lucy and she are out of the bar and the creepy 13-year-old. I, my soul departed my body. <laughs> but, like, if you think about it from her perspective. No, I get it. Super creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but the little 13-year-old's into it. Like, huh? he's a little too into it, man. <clears throat> like you said. Essentially, yeah. she's being, she, Lucy tells her she's being scammed, mm-hmm. which, oh, way oh, man, early 2000s slang. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy is checking her out, basically. So she turns and she goes, oh, I know. He's super hot. And she thinks it's a 13-year-old boy sitting there eating dinner. And,
0: and, and it's and, the yeah. businessman
1: at the, at the thing who's not attractive, he- by the way. Just so we're clear. You have Mark Ruffalo in this movie. Even her boyfriend, Alex, is more attractive than this guy. Although Alex kind of reminds me of Prince Charming from Shrek. <laughs> I can see it. Like the hair toss and stuff. It just does. I don't know why. Yeah. It just does. I, I see it. But yeah, like
0: I I saw where it was going. Oh, yeah. Like, and I, like I said, my soul, like my soul left my body. It was like my soul went
1: to hell for a minute. I'm just she like. Just, from Jenna's perspective, she just forgot. Like, I know. Legitimately, it just, it's one of oh. those easy things. Like I can see how that would happen. I forget I'm 31 all the time. I know that, but, but yeah, it, but it, like to
0: actually see a physical manifestation of a thirty year old woman' <laughs> telling a thirteen year old boy that he's hot, it oh it
1: yeah, I died. but then the thirteen year old boy really goes, you to go out sometime. and she's like,, it, mm. and then her friend Lucy comes and' is like, no, 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 do you want to go to jail? I meant that guy. No, yeah. he's old. Yeah, so we go it's... outside and weird magnetism works weirdly. And once again, your boyfriend Alex is across the thing. That's how she finds out he's her boyfriend. Yeah. But coming out of a store next, basically close to the bar, is Matt. Mm-hmm. He's like, What are you doing here? Like, so well, i was at the bar. Yeah. And then right behind him is his fiancee, Wendy. Yeah. Oh, the story with him and Wendy, we don't really get the full thing, but it's interesting what we do get. Yeah. Because Wendy meets her, you can tell Wendy's like, wow, blast from the past. Wendy's not mean at all. She doesn't see this woman as any type of competition, which is good. Yeah.
0: To Wendy, it's like, Jenna is just kind of a non-person. Like, she's
1: somebody that... Somebody from Matt's past that showed up, and that's going to be the last time Matt sees her, because she wants Matt to move to Chicago. Yeah. That subplot, like, sub-sub-subplot, because that's, like, the lowest of plots in this movie... Is super interesting to me because you can tell, to me, you're trying to be able to tell that Matt, this isn't Matt's perfect yeah, relationship because like he won't move to Chicago to be with her. She's a weather girl, not an anchor person. Okay. She's a weather girl. But mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> and she wants him to move to Chicago with her because he can photograph soup cans anywhere. Yeah. Because Matt is still a photographer. He's a successful one it, it, from what it seems like. Yeah. He does very artistic photos, and mm-hmm. I, I loved a lot of the photos they had in his apartment. Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of like going back to like his his relationship with Wendy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, to to jump ahead, like to like he has a line at the end of you don't always get the dream house, but, you,
1: but yeah, I wrote that one too.
0: It's like that. That's very much the relationship that he had. It's like it's like it's good enough. It's,
1: it's enough. Yeah, yeah. After it, he moved on, he doesn't because later he's talking about with Jenna because jenna has jenna has a t- tough time accepting the fact that mm-hmm. matt's getting married because once again she's still wrapping her head around being right. 30 and that like to me that made like that made a lot of sense not just wrapping her head about being 30 as a 13 year old but even the first time one of your friends tells you they're getting married like mm-hmm. i had a friend get married at 18 coming out of high school and i was like i can't believe i'm leaving Like cause i left actually left college mm-hmm. the night of our first spring four months at college i drove, oh yeah i drove back that morning i was my parents only lived about an hour away. The wedding yeah. was in place about an hour away from college. So I drove down there for the wedding that morning and then came back for spring formal yeah. that night. Wow. Yeah. I can't
0: believe I remember... Like, yeah. yeah. You telling me was like all of a sudden like a bunch
1: of memories just like like a slide puzzle just clicked into place. But it was such a weird... like I, I was from a small town so a lot of people get married young and stuff. I just didn't expect someone I mm-hmm. knew to be getting married when I was yeah. 18 years old. I hadn't even turned 19 yet. Mm-hmm. And that for me that just kind of it took me a minute to get my head around it granted the girl and the guy had been together for years and so it made sense and i mean it wasn't like a
0: dude like i'm i'm in my 30s and i still have trouble wrapping my head around people getting married i'm like when yeah. when our friend kesta married her husband jared i'm like there are still times that i'm like oh yeah Kesta's is married <laughs> like yeah you it's know just- it, it's just when yeah when you don't when you don't see people or, like, when when you don't... Like, and in Jenna's case, like, when you have, like, 17 years of missing memories, like, to to suddenly go from point A to, you know, to point B with nothing in between. Yeah. She went like, from, trying like, A to, to
1: G and has yeah, no idea it was where like, and all try, the And time. trying
0: to catch up, yeah. It's it's definitely hard to wrap your head around. It's like, you don't... You know, you're, you're not moving as fast as everybody else is. Yeah. And so there's that... Uh, I can't think of the word that I'm 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 wanting to use here, but it's just that th- there's basically just like a lag, A disconnect. Yeah, kind of, of yeah. kind of a disconnect where you know where your brain can't quite catch up.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, Wendy and and Matt go off and, and walk off because they're go they're doing stuff for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And because at this point
0: we're told they're getting married in what like two weeks or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so Jenna is. Goes home with her boyfriend, Alex. I hate everything about Alex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so weird. He tries to, like, seduce her. He's, like, kissing on her ear. Once again, 13-year-old girl in a 30-year-old woman's body. She just starts giggling uncontrollably Mm -hmm. because this is gross and weird. Yeah. (laughs) To be, okay, 31-year-old woman. Still a little gross and weird the way he does things.
0: the fact that the man does a strip tease to Ice Ice Baby and strips down to tighty-whities and he's a hockey player stripping to uh, ice ice baby This, this is another moment where my soul went to hell
1: <laughs> i, was, I like, was just like uh, but but once again for me it's jenna's reaction to it yeah like she's like oh like he throws his his shirt over her and she's like uh 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 don't uh, uh. And yeah. that's the last time we see Alex in the whole thing.
0: Yes. He calls thank, and she's like. Thank God for small miracles If that's the last time yeah. that we see Alex. Well, because
1: he calls the next day and Jenna's like, oh, no, tell him no. And she's like, well, when would be a good time? In a zillion years. Like, no, not yeah. happening. I'm done. Yeah.
0: So we, we close the chapter on Alex. Thank Thankfully. Thank
1: God. Oh. Uh, and then, then we decide, we find out the poise is getting redesigned. Which yeah. Which in the magazine world is, is death. Yeah. Like, to have a redesign like this of a, of a magazine that's been going so long. Yeah. It's death. But Jenna's like, no, this is a time for us to really shine. We can yeah. do this. And she goes to her office because cause she spent, like, the weekend, essentially, like, mm-hmm. catching up on, on how her job works. She read... Uh, magazine editing for for dummies dummies, which made sense like it gave her a a starting point of where to jump off from she read that she she went shopping for clothes that she would wear right all that kind of stuff and she she starts to kind of catch up with the mechanical aspects of life like the, the this is how i do my job this is how i do this and so she has her lisa frank
0: Folders. I laughed so hard at that that they were Lisa Frank because she's got everything
1: filed away instead of boring Manila folders. She has them in like bright Lisa Frank folders,
0: like a tiger riding a unicorn. Kind of. If you've never seen Lisa Frank designs, just go to Google, kids. Like they
1: they are a style all of their own. They really are. But that's when she finds out uh, Lucy is oh first her one of her art director's husbands comes in and she finds out she's been having an affair with this guy and yeah. bless her heart. She kicks him in the gonads and walks away. Cause no. Yeah. And I appreciate and Like her, you can tell her assistant is so like, so proud of her for that moment. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, yes. Yeah. And then she finds out, Jenna finds out that her friend, Lucy is not really her friend. Essentially, right. Lucy's like, I don't know what's going on with her. She's being really weird. I'm not working with her. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm ditching. And, yeah, and, we're ditching yeah. her basically. And Jenna's really hurt by that, but. Yeah. And like that's. Like, but
0: yeah, from there she. That's when she goes to see Matt that night. And, and hires him to.
1: No, that's after that. Cause first she.
0: Was that? Yeah. Cause
1: she goes to see him first and has like the whole, you don't understand. I'm not a good person. Like I. I that, that came later. No, cause I'm not a good person. I found it today that I did, you know, or she didn't say I found out, but she goes, you know, I've done something bad with a married man. and. You know, I do all these things that I don't talk to my parents and basically I'm a, I'm not a good person. And Matt's mm-hmm. like, just, it, that's life. Yeah. like people change it, it happens, it just go yeah. on essentially. And, uh, then there's the whole, Matt tells her what happened then. Cause she asks oh, him, right. she asks him, why didn't, why don't we talk anymore? What happened? And so Matt tells her on her 13th birthday that they haven't really spoken since then. Yeah. Because she walked out of the closet and changed. Mm-hmm. She threw his the dream house he made at her, uh, at him, and threw it at him and kicked him out. And, and then from then on, she they didn't speak. They didn't speak again. She became a six chick. She yeah. did everything she had to do to become that thirty flirty and thriving mm-hmm. person. That that's when Jenna comes out and owns. She's not a good, not a nice person because you can tell Matt feels bad for her even mm-hmm. after everything she did to him. Yeah. He still feels bad for her. Like, mm-hmm. like, I think that's like the thing. It's clear that Matt gave her, like she has a piece of Matt's heart that he can never yeah. get back. Absolutely. And, and so that whole thing happens. And then Jenna goes home to her parents. Yeah. She, she goes she her, needs to run away home. Yeah. So she goes into her parents' house, goes back to that same closet and starts rocking back and forth the same way she did to make yeah. the wish. Probably trying to unmake the wish a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad get home from the cruise while that's happening. And like, she apologizes to them and they just hold her. Yeah. Which that, that whole scene is just really, like, yeah. really cute. And then she's sleeping on the couch because her room's been turned into, like, a... Like, it? yeah. Into something else. So she can't sleep there. But it's storming. And so she glows and climbs Climes into her bed. parents' bed. Yeah. Like, and that moment when her mom just reaches for her, for the daughter's hand. Like, that's just mm-hmm. really sweet to me. Yeah, it is. I don't know what it is. that For me, that whole thing where she goes home... Yeah. There's just this, such a sweetness. It, there's something very touching about it. Yeah. And then the next morning she has, like, the smiley face fruit pancake. <laughs> Pancakes, Yeah. And she talks to her mom about regrets. Mm-hmm. And she asks her mom, you know, do you have any regrets? And her mom's like, or if you could undo something, change mm-hmm. something, would you? And her mom's like, no. Cause, you know, each re- each thing I regret taught me how to fix it. Like, or she doesn't if, regret anything. Yeah. If, uh talking about
0: making, like, she wouldn't correct her mistakes and all that Mm because if i hadn't made them i wouldn't have learned how to
1: uh how to make things right right so this is really where jenna's emotional maturity starts yeah she she starts to really like emotionally be able to understand herself she's she finds figures out how what the redesign for poise should be yeah um and she hires matt
0: yeah do it and and from there i think kind of in in deciding like how to redesign the magazine, I think she also kind of gets a handle on how she wants to essentially redesign 30-year-old Jenna. Yeah. Redesign of, herself. Of, you know, like these are, you know, things that I've been doing that are terrible and I don't want to be that
1: anymore. Yeah. Or I don't want to be that going forward. Yeah, and looking through her yearbooks again, mm-hmm. she sees that Matt took all of the photos that she likes. Mm-hmm. So she hires Matt to start to come in and help her do mm-hmm. this. Photo shoot for a week she hires him for the full week matt thinks it's pity at first And she's like no 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 I love your stuff yeah he's like but that's not poise exactly yeah and so they start doing this like everyday people mm-hmm. shot shots I love the 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 whole thing
0: uh-huh I figured yeah, you would, yeah. I yeah I I ascended to a higher plane during <laughs> forget
1: <laughs> hell this time
0: <laughs> yeah 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 I I ascended to another plane during the during the photo shoot montages it's like that's just Oh, I'm I'm a very very amateur photographer, but like I like occasionally will like daydream about like big photo <laughs> shoots like that, and I'm just like oh like what just watching all of it play out, and again it's a handsome man with a camera. I'm just I'm happy.
1: I'm just happy to be here. Um, but so we 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 finished looking at the shots mm-hmm. and. You know, she's looking at like, Matt these are perfect. they came out so wonderfully. Mm-hmm. It's so great of you to do this and, and then Matt's like, well I should probably go home because you're we're done working together but it's so reluctant like yeah. he doesn't want to leave her side. yeah so Jenna's like, I know what we need. We need razzles. So they go into <sighs> a to a yeah. convenience store and find razzles and split them mm-hmm. and they start walking and talking a little bit
0: mm-hmm. just
1: having fun like nothing. Matt's like I've had a really good time working with you this week. It's been a lot mm-hmm. of fun. She makes him stick on her tongue. They have a razzle tongue. It's cute. Yeah, razzle and then red. and then they go swing. <laughs> that was adorable, and I loved it. Yeah, the the person who jumps the furthest has to buy dinner after their redesign is chosen on Friday. Yeah, so they jump. They both fall because they're old and shouldn't be jumping out of swings. Yes, and she lands head on his chest, basically. And they, like, they have this moment. This, mm-hmm. th- th- this is one of, like, those really, like, good, like, oh, chemistry good. Yeah. I love it. Like, they, they lay there together and they're talking and he goes to get up and kind of, because she's on his arm, he kind of has to, like, swing over yeah, her yeah. and winds up kissing her. hmm And then they just, then he's kind of like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Yeah. And kind of sits up and stares off in the distance and she leans on him looking the other way. Mm-hmm. Such a good shot, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it really there's, is. There's so many visuals in this movie that have stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like, that I was watching. Like, like the moment when Matt drops the wishing dust and you see Jenna's yeah. face. and there, There's a lot of those, like, mm-hmm. little, like, visuals that have stuck with me. The fo- the photographs. and Yeah. I mean, so, it's just, it, it, you hear Jennifer's voice and you realize it's Jenna talking to those girls yeah. about have, she's having a, sleep she's over having a sleepover with. with a bunch of 13 year old girls which to be fair as a 13 year old girl to have someone with that closet interested in you mm. would be like would be super cool yeah. and so she's clearly made friends with this girl probably with the girl's parents because i can only imagine that's the only way you'd let probably you'd let the, her stay over but so we have the cute sleepover scene Yes, where we end up, we end up singing "Love is a Battlefield." Yes, rocking out to Pat Benatar. Yeah, I that scene is so great because she's like heartache to heartache. We stand, and- <laughs> no promises. Like she just goes yeah, yeah. and loves a battlefield, and so they start, they start singing, and it's such a cute moment. Like it's this like the transformation of Jenna is mm-hmm. complete. Yeah. This moment, she's the happiest she's going to be mm-hmm. for pretty much the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's one more happy point, I would say. Yeah. And then everything is kind of down. Yeah, for her. Yeah, everything kind of uh, so cascades, yeah. She comes into work. She's all excited. She's got her presentation almost ready. She's waiting for the prints. And Lucy does her presentation. Fashion suicide. We'll go further. Edgy, edgy, edgy. Oye. Like, I just watched it's, that and was like, Oh, it's a nineties music video.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's like if you've ever seen like an early in her career Alanis Morissette set music video, yeah. like that's essentially
1: what the like what Lucy's redesign was supposed to be. Yeah, it was supposed to be everything was basically supposed to be edgier and like push to the limit. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get as dirty and gross as we can. Like let's push everything as far.
0: But, yeah. Basically, if if um, if you could make visuals out of Alanis Morissette's song "You Ought to Know," yes, yes, that that is what this magazine would look like.
1: (laughs) But and it it does not go well. Richard is not pleased with this redesign, Mm -mm. and you see, just you don't actually hear what he said. You just see, you just see Richard's face, and then Lucy coming out of the office throwing things. Yeah. So then it's. They run in, and it's finally Jenna's turn. She's got all of her stuff. And she gives this beautiful speech about, and she's got, like, old, like, cutouts of, because Lucy's is, like, this big multimedia presentation. Jenna's is boards.
0: Yeah. Which, I it's, it's so, work, yeah.
1: so, like, junior high, high school. Yeah. But she's like, you know, who are these women that we put in our magazines? Mm-hmm. Who are they? I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. She's like, I we don't know anything about them. Yeah, I want to see my sister's big sister or my best friend's big sister. I want to see this, and she like starts uncovering each of the boards, and it, she, basically she wants to have a magazine for a magazine for everyday people for real women to look up to, mm-hmm. real women for other people to look up to yeah. instead of these like models and stuff. And I was like, man, that's a little early, but I'm on board. Yeah, <laughs> like that because because that's what we're kind of like we've kind of come to that a little bit more now. A little bit, yeah, in. In wanting to see like real more real people in fashion type magazines, mm-hmm. and not just I mean celebrities, because celebrities get really mad now when they get airbrushed. Yes, like, like and as they should. I'm not saying mm-hmm. they shouldn't, but like that's always a thing. Like that's actually become more of an issue now. Yeah. So it was an interesting well, and, to...
0: and there yeah there are magazines now who, who like who include a description of like like saying that um, like with a photo like this has been airbrushed.
1: Yeah. And so I loved that moment, like, mm-hmm. that That I want a magazine for of real women for girls to look up to, basically. Mm-hmm. Because she knew, you know, Jenna throws herself back, once again, to remembering yeah. she's 13. And that's who she looked up to mm-hmm. was the women in those magazines. Yeah. And so she's like, let's put real people in there, not not people that are, you know, 30, flirty, and thriving. She doesn't say it. Right. But you get the idea that she, she understands now that 30, flirty, and thriving is not not really what she wanted. She didn't yeah. want to be the woman in that picture. She wants to be herself. Yeah. And so then, basically, while that's happening, while, like, Richard, mm-hmm. like, jumps up and hugs her, and there's there's a cute scene between the two of them. Yeah. Where she finds out he's there. gay, which was pretty obvious for the, rest, the whole rest of the movie and everybody else. But meanwhile, Lucy starts going through stuff in Jenna's office. Yeah. And she finds out that Jenna was Sparkle's spy Mm -hmm. and was going to be the CEO. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or not CEO, the editor-in-chief. Yeah, editor. So she has just found that out and we see her calling Sparkle. And then we see see Jenna leave to go get home to get ready to meet Matt because they're Mm going to meet for dinner. We see Matt arrive a few minutes after Jenna left. Yeah. And he meets Lucy. Tom Tom. (laughs) Yeah. Because he still calls her Tom Tom because she calls him Beaver. And... She's, like, the worst. Like, Mm -hmm. granted, I understand where she's coming from, from her perspective. Jenna would do the same to her in a heartbeat. Yeah. Jenna, she knows. Right. Would do the same to her. So she basically tells Matt, we're not actually going to use those pictures. Why don't you sign a general release? And we can maybe use them in a catalog. We can use them in a catalog or something. And Matt, because he was, I think, Wendy came to surprise him. And I think he was literally coming to tell Jenna that this was, whatever way they had was over. Yeah. Like, it wasn't going to happen again. It was a mistake. It's not happening. Yeah. He's with Wendy. But because of what happens, he doesn't get to tell her that. He apparently signs the release. Yeah. And goes back to his house to get his parents' house to get married. Mm -hmm. So the next day, Jenna's preparing for the presentation to the board. And... Richard comes in. is like, "It's over. You know, Poise is going to be. Poise is going to end." Sparkle stole your photos, mm-hmm. but they stole Matt's photos. They can't do that. Well, he signed a general a release. release, and he, he explains about Lucy. Uh, Lucy is jumping ship and going to Sparkle. She'll be the editor in chief mm-hmm. there. And you know, she—they they have it out. Lucy and Jenna, and that's when Jenna finds out Jenna was the spy, and is right. devastated. Like she is gutted about it yeah she she
0: she hates the idea
1: that this is the person that she's become she's genuinely loved that magazine right and now it's this so anyway so then she realizes you know it's over jenna sort of loses everything at that moment like a little bit and she realizes that she just wants matt yeah like nothing else mattered like this job that she was so intent on having,
0: that yeah,
1: it doesn't bring her fulfillment. It and it's over now, and and what did it matter? Like, yeah, it's, and so she, it's ahead.
0: that yeah, it's that all the things that she, all the things that she thought were so, so glamorous and and like and worthy goals were like once she had them that it was all empty and that it's, that none of it means anything because she doesn't have somebody who means something
1: yeah and and at the end of the day poise is closing so it really doesn't matter yeah. for her so she goes downstairs catches a taxi she actually gets a taxi for the first time she like right and wouldn't you know the driver is chris grandy mm-hmm. that's just a great funny yeah. moment which
0: jim gaffigan like yeah. being a creeper is great the only note that I have on this whole cab ride, and in, <laughs> it's my note in all capital letters. Oh my god, Ingram Hill on the radio. Oh yeah,
1: I forgot about that. Yeah,
0: because one of my absolute favorite bands of all time, Ingram Hill. They are from Memphis, which is like ninety minutes from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've I've been on a cruise ship and seen them play like the with the rock boat great blessing in my life. Um like I have seen them play several times. They are a wonderful like alt rock band that gained a lot of popularity with that song uh Will I Ever Make It Home. Yep. And so it was like like Jenna and Chris are talking, but like because it's just my my ear picks out music the yeah. way that it does. Like I'm listening to them talk, but like part of my brain is going, I hear Justin. Why do I hear Justin? Oh my god Like I was, like I pretty much wanted like characters
1: stop talking. My favorite song is on your radio. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so she makes it to the house where the wedding is happening. Yeah. She sneaks in, past her parents even. Mm-hmm. And she makes it into the into his room. Because she sees where he is. She sees him, like, standing in the window, and yes. she knows that house. Yeah. Of course, of course she knows that will. house. So she runs in, like, sneaks past the bride, goes in the room, and she gives this speech that mm-hmm. is a little bit devastating and a little bit, like, sweet. Like I said, yeah. heartfelt, I think is what I used.
0: He- yeah, heartfelt's a good word.
1: And she basically says at the end, "You, if you understood how I felt about you, how deeply and everything... You wouldn't be marrying anyone today unless that someone was me. Mm-hmm. And he turns and looks at her, and it—you you can see—it's
0: it's heartbreaking. This, yeah, this is
1: like this is the best Ruffalo in the in the movie. Like, yeah, this, it's oh, I love it. He gives her this speech, and he basically tells her it's too late. Mm-hmm. You can't turn back time. Yeah, he's moved on. He's let you know he's let that go. He's not that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. She's moved on. She's not the high school girl anymore. You can't just erase everything that happened. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. He chooses yeah. Wendy. I,
0: I appreciated that. So, I thought you would. I appreciated that so hard. Because, like, it's it's an oft-used trope in, in rom-com type movies of the, you know, person A is marrying the wrong person, so person B comes in and saves them from this marriage and they yeah. run off together. Like, and... I hate the, like, leaving somebody at the altar thing. I, I yeah, hate it. I, we've talked about um, that. We don't yes, love that. We, yeah, yeah I, I'm not a big fan of it. And so the fact that I'm like, here she is at, you know, at the final hour, like, like the last moment, like, before he's about to get married and comes to him and says all these things. Like, I was just like, I I see where this is
1: going and I don't like it. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah, I love that. The... And then the moment he tells her no and she like starts to break. Yeah. The look on his oh, face. Oh yeah. He feels it's, so guilty for hurting her. The I'm
0: I'm really big on like line delivery, but there's also so much to be said for like unspoken things. Mm-hmm. So the face acting in this is just as heartbreaking as the as like the the way the words are spoken.
1: And that's when he gives her that you don't always get your dream house, oh, but she get off y- close. And then, he, but you can see that he still hates how she feels and what he's yeah. having to do to her. So he brings it he gets in his closet and he pulls out the dream house. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh man!" Like she, she, like she is full on trying not to just burst into yeah. sobs. <laughs> and she's like, "Can I? Can I have it?" And he gives it to her. And and she looks at him, and I love this part too, because mm-hmm. she's like, "I just." I just want you to be... Because he's like, I'm yeah. so sorry kind of thing. And she's like, no, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying I'm crying because I'm happy. I just, I want you to be, be so, so, ha- so happy, happy, Matt. Maddie. And you're my best friend. I love you. hmm And he goes, I've always loved... What was it? I've always loved you. Jenna, I've always loved you. Yeah. And she takes the dollhouse and walks out of the yeah. house. And goes back to the <laughs> front porch of her parents' house. Yeah. And you hear the wedding march start. Mm-hmm. And she closes her eyes and a wind kicks up, of course. Yeah. And, and blows the wishing dust. There's,
0: yeah, there's remnants of wishing dust still on the And on she's the, thirteen on the dream again. House. Yeah.
1: In that closet the moment Matt's coming to open that door. Yeah. And she tackles him and kisses him. Mm-hmm. I love that moment. So yeah, like, I do too. And Matt's like, Wow, you really know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she still has those like those memories. Yes. And she's like, Come on, we're gonna be late and she Lily or Lucy, not Lily. Lucy comes back down the stairs, Tom Tom. Yeah. And, she, and she takes the report back from Tom Tom and rips, rips it up. up and she's like biatch. And they run up the stairs. Right. We're going to be late for what? And the door opens and they're getting married. Yeah. And so like
0: Matt's wedding becomes their wedding. Their wedding, yeah. which I
1: love. I, yeah. I love because like the idea of it being her wish was to go back and change that one thing. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, and marry yeah. Matt. That was her wish. Yeah. So you see her kiss Matt, then them are upstairs and they're married and then you see them moving into her dream house. <laughs> right. And that's they're, like they're cuddled up on the couch yeah. and she feeds him a razzle and says uh, something to have a razzle, Mr. Mr. Oh, man, he has a weird last name. Flam half. Flam half. Yeah. And he goes, thank you, Mrs. Flam half. And yeah. And there's this cute he, moment. I love it. I have, I feel like one tiny little thing that I appreciated
0: was when they're, uh, when they're having essentially like their their recessional like Uh out of the house and like you know all the rice and everything is being thrown and like the moment like where like they stop they have a little kiss and then he takes a point and shoot camera out of his pocket and takes a picture i was like i have no plans of being of getting married anytime in the near future but i'm like that would be me on my wedding day (laughs) (laughs) it's like like i want a wedding dress with pockets specifically (laughs) like specifically to smuggle a
1: camera into it And that's, that's where the movie leaves us. Yeah. You see them decorating their new house a little bit. Like her putting pictures up of their wedding day, her parents. Mm -hmm. So you get the idea that she's still in contact with her parents, that she and Matt is still probably still a photographer. We don't, the only thing I think my only complaint about the ending is we don't see what she's doing. Yeah. Other than being with Matt.
0: It's like, because yeah, we're, we're showing like that, the this wish to go back and, and like to be with Matt, that that's like, that's her new wish. Like, but we don't get any sort of idea of of what else there is to their lives.
1: I will assume for the sake of assumptions, she be, she's still doing something with magazines. Right. Or possibly she works with Matt because they did such a good job and had yeah. such a good time on those photo shoots that it would make sense to me that she would work with him. She had, because yeah. she had some vision and he had some vision and they mm-hmm. combined it. And made some gorgeous photos, so it'd be really cool if yeah. that's what they were doing, if they were working together, in some way. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, that's probably the only real complaint I have. But I wrote down in the end, Jenna realizes her dream life isn't being thirty flirty and sing- thirty flirty and single thriving. It's being true to herself and being with Matt. Mm-hmm. It's being who. It's not becoming someone else, which is what she thought she had to do. Right. She just needs to remember the things she forgot. Mm-hmm. Which is her speech in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Like, yeah, I...
0: I definitely enjoyed it. It's... Like I said, I think I probably would have liked it a lot more had I seen it way back when. Yeah. Like, had I watched it during college, I probably would have liked it a lot more. Like I said, it was... I didn't... I. Other than other than just like my absolute hatred of Alex and Which we're then, supposed to hate. so Which I think we're it's supposed okay. to hate. Other than my, my absolute hatred of Alex and then the jailbait moment. <laughs> like other than that, like I didn't find like it it didn't I didn't have moments of, of like when we were watching um, how to lose a guy in ten days mm-hmm. um where you know, like there wasn't like there wasn't like uh, you know latent misogyny just kind of bandied around there wasn't if
1: anything the women are the strongest characters in this movie yeah
0: you know the the, the fact that um what is andy's character richard yeah yeah it's like the fact that richard is gay like it's like it's not, it's not like considered it's a big deal at all it's it's not only that it's not considered a big deal
1: like it's not a joke it's not played for, for laughs except for when he asks, is he an Arthur or a Martha? And she doesn't understand the question. Right. And then she finally realizes, oh, you're gay. Like, yeah, that, like, like that moment is is cute, but it doesn't define his character. Being yeah. gay is not a definition. He's not the right. gay best friend. He's the boss who right. adores her. Yeah. Like, I love um, that.
0: I like. I can't like quite put my finger on it. Like, I wish that there was something a little bit more... Mm-hmm. I, I can't quite put my finger on why., um, just for lack of a better way of putting it, like some of it, it felt um, shallow is not the right word. They're just,, um, the movie just felt a little bland at times for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it could be the fact that I grew up on a steady diet of big.
1: <laughs> I, and I can see that and so like I said. And that me- and
0: that movie's a little bit more like screwball. Yeah. And this and is not so, meant to be that. Yeah. Though. Um Is it I did really enjoy it though.
1: Yeah. So um, I mean obviously they stay together because that's kind of the right. whole point. Yeah, the
0: they Yeah, they definitely stay together. How would you rate this one?
1: I give it a three and a half out of five. I really, really enjoy it. I, like I said, there's a couple of little, little issues. I really, really enjoy it. it. Watching it now, it hits the nostalgia a little harder than I mm-hmm. remembered. But for me, it held up, which is, this is about what I probably would have given it before I watched it was a three, three and a half. Yeah. It may even be a little higher th- than what I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. Because I was real worried it wasn't going to hold up at all. Because <laughs> like I said, I haven't watched it in a real long time. Yeah. So I was really worried it wouldn't hold up at all.
0: Yeah. I, I'd give it a solid three.
1: It's <laughs> definitely better than Hell's Guy then. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's and also this is also gonna sound weird because we also just watched The Proposal. Oh man. And that one that one was <sighs> like that one was so good and it was much better than I remembered it being. Yeah. And so this one, I guess maybe like I just had some sort of weird expectation for it mm-hmm. that that maybe it just wasn't living up to something that I had built it up to be or or what. But it's like I I know like a lot of people who
1: really like this movie and and it, it was good. It was genuinely sweethearted. It wasn't I mean, I guess you could make the complaint, like the, mm-hmm. the argument, that it says you can't be a successful businesswoman and be kind, but I don't agree with that. Yeah. Because I think that's kind of how it's flipped. Well at the end is she is kind and is able yeah. to to to, like she her assistant really likes her by the end and and even that kind of stuff even
0: then like i don't think it necessarily makes the argument that you you can't be like a successful businesswoman and be kind i think it's more that because that's like she saw that in like she saw that from from school yeah of like to her like being you know Being the snot-nosed teenager that Tom Tom is, is like that. Gets her into being a six chick, and that's what she wants. So, like naturally, like the follow-through for that is like, well, if that's how you get what you want, then that's
1: like it's very you reap what you sow. Yeah. The the only thing, the other thing that might be interesting is if instead of like giving us the straight eighties, if we had actually like had some way of seeing how she was. Mm -hmm. before because like i think that's what makes us identify and love jenna even though she's done these horrendous things before 13 year old jenna came yeah she because she's a pretty awful person oh yeah yeah and so like if we had seen that happen we wouldn't have liked her as much yeah it's like she
0: she steals people's ideas and then gets them fired
1: sleeps with her husbands. sleeps
0: with husbands
1: um isn't faithful to her own boyfriend
0: isn't faithful her her assistant is terrified of her Um, She's spying for the competition. She's she's spying for the competition. Um, She has nothing to do with her parents. It's, yeah, it's like, she's not a good person. Essentially, I think this is like, this feels, there's something about this. It feels a little bit like Big meets some version of A Christmas Carol. Okay. (laughs) In that it's like, she's not, like, she's not seen, you know, ghosts of Christmas past to show her the errors of her ways. It's like, but, like, she has to, like, she has to learn yeah. from that. It's like, I, I think maybe that was another thing that kind of threw me off. The fact was... that she
1: had to learn how to fix what she didn't break completely. Yeah. But at the same time, she did. Like, I think Jenna in that closet was making the choice. Yes. To be that person. And she got to see what the ultimate ramifications would be. Mm-hmm. And then undo it which is yeah. something most people can't do is, yeah because like i think she could have lived with everything else mm-hmm. but not maddie leaving her like that right. and and in the way they do it is super fair and super mm. honest like once again that scene with her and ruffalo in the bedroom yeah it's such a great scene i knew, re- I thought yeah. you would really really <laughs> dig the i whole did not leaving her at the altar yes thing.
0: Yeah. i i greatly appreciated that Alright, so is there anything else for that? to uh, add? No, I think i will get it. Anything from you, darling? No, that's it for me. Alright, well that'll do it for this episode of Couch Buddies. We will catch you next time. Bye! Bye! If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And, while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Facebook and Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.